you know, one of the reasons why I never caught that alcoholic tag and left it on myself after I stopped drinking alcohol was because um, just of what it suggested to me moving forwards, you know, it suggested to me that for a start I was broken, that there was something inside of me that was broken, um, that there was a something in my genes that was broken, uh, that there was uh, some disease that I had that I couldn't get rid of. But more than that, it it suggested that I wasn't responsible, that I wasn't responsible for any of the alcohol that came, uh, that was put into my, into my mouth. Now, I'm a very optimistic person. I'm a very forward-looking person. I believe that um, humans have a growth propensity for growth they want to grow in life they have a, a, we're purpose driven animals right we we seek out purpose you know hence why we've got the the big brains the big thinking brains you know otherwise we'd just be you know there's a theory called the triune theory which means that you've got this old brain in the back which is responsible for your heartbeat your breathing you know all the the fundamental things about you staying alive then on top of that, you've got the uh, emotional brain, right? The mammalian brain, they call it. And that is responsible for all your uh, emotions, right? So it, it will push you forward. So fear on one side and then happiness on the other side. And these things are competing, but they're moving you towards, hopefully, um, not getting eaten by other animals. And then on top of that, you've got the thinking brain, the rational brain, the frontal cortex. And that is responsible for you thinking and thinking through what's happening to you you know let's just say for instance we're living in a world now where we're still being dictated to by our emotional brains but um, you can rationalize these things and you can say to yourself well that fear is not really appropriate right in this situation because you know like I'm not really you know when I'm in debt I'm, I can get myself out of it right it's not really you know there's no animals gonna come and eat me maybe in this place there might be you know but I haven't seen any yet uh, we're more than likely going to get hit by a, a cyclist or something like that here, you know. They come down here like uh, like the clappers. This is all the way down, down the side of a mountain through the trees and stuff. All young lads on um, mountain bikes, top speed. I mean, nutcases. But it's only that kind of a nut, nutcase stuff that you can do where you can, <laughs> talking about the triune brain, you can divorce your emotional brain from reality, you know. Uh, divorce the fear from I mean that's proper fear but um, the responsibility part of this that, that never sat, sat well with me because like I said this is something that I believe that um, you know if you want to get where you want to go in, in life you've got to strip yourself of excuses you've got to strip strip all the negative narrative out of your brain or as much as you possibly can and replace it with uh, forward-thinking, positive things that are going to unlock your potential. Like we said in previous videos, the potential is only there, right? It's not, it, you have to make that potential come out in reality. And the only way you do that is by working on it, right? That's what we say. Stop the stop the flow, do the work, move on. The work is all about that, unlocking your potential. Um, taking away the things that are going to, uh, that are going to lock up your potential. So all the negative emotions, all the negative thoughts, all the the barriers that you put in in your own way, um, and unlocking 
all the positive stuff, all the things that are the self-efficacy, the self-belief, the self-confidence, all that kind of stuff that is going to move you forwards and make it easier for you to move forwards. So this idea of um, the alcoholic, you know, I'm just not having it. You know, every drop of alcohol that I ever put into my mouth was put there by me. I knew what I was doing. You know, I, I might not have understood fully the consequences of it, but I understood the consequences enough. From day one, I understood that there are consequences to putting this shit into your body, right? Short-term, uh, immediate consequences. You know, the, the, the nausea, the vomit, and all that kind of stuff. That's all short-term, and that should tell you something about the, the long-term. Now, you can excuse that, right, because you're young and you don't see those things. You cannot possibly see some of the things. You can look around and you can see alcoholics, but because we live in a world where there is that separation, where people say, well, they're alcoholics because they couldn't handle the alcohol, because there's something wrong with them, because they're diseased, that keeps you drinking, right? Because it, it, it makes you think that putting alcohol into your body is a normal thing, and it's not normal. You know, we've made it normal, but it's not normal. It's not natural to do that, you know, to put manufactured alcohol into your body, massive amounts of it, so that you're screwing up everything, right? So, you know, it was my choice to put those that alcohol into my mouth. It was my choice, I decided. But it was also my choice to stop, right? I wasn't forced to stop. You know, there were certain things that... that that were pointing in the right direction and saying to you, you must stop doing this because, you know, A plus B plus C, if you keep doing this, you know, now you understand enough to know that the consequences of what you're doing are going to get worse. Uh, you know, and if you just pile that up on top of each other, you can see where you're going to go, right? So that's the decision that helps you to stop. Um, but I think one of the biggest reasons you know from that responsibility point of view is if you abnegate your responsibility in that one area right and you say to to yourself and to everyone else you know don't forget these people don't just say that to themselves it's not something that they repeat inside of themselves they broadcast this to the world that they're an alcoholic and they say well you know like uh, i couldn't help it but if you say you couldn't help that then how many, what does it say about your role as a man? You know, I can only speak from a male perspective, as a father, as a, as a, um, as a friend to somebody, right? How, how does that, how is that going to play out in those roles? You know, when you're trying to teach on one hand responsibility in your children, um, you're trying to say to yourself, well, I'm responsible for, for getting towards my goals, but at the same time you're accepting something inside of yourself which says that you're not responsible you know if you're not responsible for this one thing you know what's to stop you from saying well you know this behavior that I'm trying to avoid that is another behavior that I'm not responsible for do you get what I mean so it you know it can lead you down a path um yeah it's for me it's just not on me right it's not on I'm not using that. I never use it as an excuse. I don't ever want to use things as an excuse. You know, it's my responsibility. Ranting today, but there you go. Take care of yourself, and I'll speak to you in the next one. I want to know what's going on. Bye now.